I think it's safe to say that many of us want to be our genuine self. We want to be authentic. We want to be the person we are all the time. We don't really want to mask our emotions or our feelings. So why is it when we're stressed, when we're lonely, when we're depressed, when we're sad, we often try to mask that emotion. And on the opposite side of it, we always try to tell other people just to be happy. Hey bruh, if you're sad, just be sad. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Relatively Normal. I am your host, Mark Paisant. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I really appreciate it. If it's your first time listening, welcome. If you've been with me for a while or since day one, thank you for your support. And as always, if you want to support the show financially for as little as 99 cents a month, please go to anchor.fm, search for Relatively Normal. And hit that money button, and I'd appreciate you even more, even though I appreciate you now. You do not have to go and do that, but if you wanted to, that would be great. So, quick question for you. I want to ask you this real quick, and, and really think about it. Think about a time in your life when you've been extremely happy, extremely excited. You've just felt like a million bucks. The world was your oyster you couldn't have been happier. At any point during that time, did you tell yourself internally, hey, stop being so happy. You should be sad. Stop being so carefree. You should be stressed. Or on the flip side of that, has any one of your close friends, any one of your colleagues said that to you? Man, why? Just... Just don't be so happy. You should be sad. It's probably never happened. Probably won't ever happen. And it shouldn't happen. But on the flip side of that, how many times have we been sad? How many times have we been depressed? How many times have we been stressed, anxious? And we constantly told ourselves, you should just be happy. Just put on a, just put on a smile. Put on that strong face. Come on, put a strong front. You should just be happy. Why are you sad? Just be happy. And you probably have that friend that you've told and explained your emotions to that said to you, you know what? You shouldn't be upset about that. You shouldn't be sad about this. Come on, Mark. Just be happy. Smile. Uh, Life is too short. You know, this won't last. Just be happy. I'm here to tell you right now, if you are sad, if you're feeling depressed, it's okay to be sad and depressed. It is okay. Now, I'm not saying don't do anything about it. Don't learn from this emotion. Don't learn from this feeling. Don't learn how to cope. But don't mask your feelings. Learn from them. Embrace them. Try to understand them. 
instead of asking, you know, why can't I just be happy? Ask yourself, what is making me sad? What is making me upset? And is there anything I can work on? Is there anybody I can talk to? You know, I've been listening or I listen to a podcast called Dissect. It's also on Spotify. And it is run by uh, Cole Cushion, a great show where he dissects entire albums. He's dissected Kanye albums, Childish Gambino albums. He's dissecting a Mac Miller album, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. It's called uh, Swimming by Mac Miller. And it is just an absolutely wonderful masterpiece of art. It's a great collection of songs. And if you don't know Mac Miller, you know, rest in peace, Mac Miller. He, he left this world way too young. But Mac Miller was a person that struggled with substance misuse. He's a person that struggled with mental health. And he talked about it. And he rapped about it. He sang about it. And he was one of those guys that really put his feelings in his music. And one of the things that the producer and host and creator of the show mentions when talking about this album, and he actually plays a snippet of Mac Miller, is Mac Miller wasn't afraid to rap about his sadness. He wasn't afraid to rap about his stressful times. He wasn't afraid to let his music mimic his life. When we think of rap or when, when people from the outside looking in think of rap, they think of lavish lifestyles. They think of just, you know, misogyny. They think of, you know, crass lyrics. They think of anything but anxiety and depression. They think of anything but sadness. But I will tell you right now, and I probably need to do another episode on music and mental health that I did with my good friend Tom, Tom Hammond back in, I think, season two. But to hear somebody rap the way Mac Miller rapped is so refreshing. He didn't mask his feelings. He didn't, you know, try to prove to the world that he was okay, that he was happy. He rapped real life. And I tell you what, when I'm in a mood, when I, when I get down, when I feel sad, music is one of the things I go to. And I specifically go to this album. There's a few songs I go to, but I specifically go to this Mac Miller album. It is just so good. If you haven't listen to Mac Miller or listen to this album, you should really go listen to it. Um, and and also, if you want a, uh, a good podcast to listen to, um, Dissect, which I think is only available on Spotify, is just a great, great podcast to listen to. So what I really want to talk about is like, and I, I again, I, I know a lot of this season has been me having 
guests on to talk about specific things. But I just wanted to talk to you this episode like I talked to you last episode. Because I had a really good conversation with a buddy a a few weeks ago about people masking how they really feel because they don't think they can open up. They don't think they can, you know, survive without just being happy all the time, without just, you know, showing, you know, th- there's this old, and, and I don't want, I, I really don't like using the word toxic masculinity because it, it, this applies to women too, but it's really big with men, especially black men. We've been always told and taught that we have to be the strong ones. We've always been told that we have to be the, the person that keeps everyone in line, the person that doesn't show emotion, the person that just makes sure everything is going the way it's supposed to. Don't cry. Don't be weak. Don't show emotion. So what do you do when life hands you lemons? What do you do when things don't go your way? What do you what do you do when you're just extremely beaten down, when the world has just beat you down and you feel like you can't get back up? What do you do? Do you just constantly tell yourself, "Oh, don't you're not really sad. You you're going to pull through this?" Again, If you're sad, be sad. It's okay. And also, if you're sad, it's okay to talk to someone about it. And we've talked about therapy on this show. We've talked about my therapy sessions. But it doesn't have to be a therapist you talk about. If you have real friends, true friends... Or if you believe, I should say, you have real and true friends and they're not available for you to talk about your feelings when you're sad or they don't make themselves available. I I hate to warn you, but they might not be real friends. If your friends are only around when things are going great for you, if they're only around when you're feeling good, you're in a good mood, you're ready to go out, You know, you want to have a good time, always have a smile on your face. But then that second you get down, skies turn a little gray. You don't know what tomorrow looks like. Then they might not be the right friend for you. And this is also a reason why I keep a small circle of friends. Because I really, I want to give to them what they give to me. Every one of the people in my life that I call a friend, I can reach out to them if I need to. And on the flip side of that, anyone that calls me a friend, you know you can reach out to me. Text message, email, phone call, whatever. I got you. You want to talk about how sad you are? Let's talk about how sad you are. You want to talk about how work is stressful and your boss won't listen to you and your boss is a jerk? Let's talk about it. If you want to call me because your grandmother is sick and you just you can't see life without her, let's talk about it. And when I say talk about it, I'm going to listen. Because that's a lot of times what people need. They need someone who's going to listen. 
not that person that's going to one-up the conversation. And I think you know what I mean. And I've talked about this before, but that person that you say, hey, man, I just, I don't know what to do. You know, my boss at work is just beating me up. He doesn't understand me. She doesn't understand me. Like they keep giving me, and they don't they don't understand what they're doing. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I know exactly how you feel. I, I got this boss, that person I'm talking about. That person that thinks that because you've opened that door into your feelings, the way to help you cope is to either one up or tell you, oh yeah, you think that's bad? What about this? I truly think this world would be a better place if two things happen, excuse me, three things. I mean, it could be a bunch, but three things. If people showed a lot more empathy, if people listened better, and if people were true to themselves about their feelings. Again, if you are happy, if you are glad, if you are stress-free, be those things. If you are sad, if you are depressed, if you are anxious, be those things. In the second part of the show, we'll kind of talk about what happens, you know, to your body or what, what things happen when you hide your feelings, when you hide your true feelings. We'll talk about that. But I just want to tell you right now. And this, this all came from, I was, I was going on a run the other day and I listened to the podcast and I just heard, like when I heard the Mac Miller explanation, I just knew I had to talk about this. I really did. It's, it's, I just want people I just want people to be honest with themselves. I just want people to know that their feelings are worth it. To know that people care about them. To know to know that it's all right to be sad. It's okay to be sad. And I'm going to read some. On the album, the first song, Come Back to Earth, is what I put on when I'm really at a low place. I mean, it's just, it's great. I'm going to read these as we go into this first break because they are just, I mean, again, Come Back to Earth by Mac Miller. My Regrets look just like text I should have sent. And I got neighbors, they're more like strangers, we could be friends. I just need a way out of my head. I'll do anything for a way out of my head. And don't you know that sunshine don't feel right when you're inside all day? I wish it was nice out, but it looked like rain. Gray skies and I'm... I, and I'm drifting, not living forever. They told me it only gets better. That's powerful stuff. 
And we are back on the Relatively Normal Podcast. And we are talking about our emotions. We're talking about how we shouldn't mask our emotions. And if we're sad, if we're depressed, just be those things. It's okay. You're fine. You're okay. People still love you. People still care about you. But on the second part of the show this week, I want to talk about the things that happen to our bodies, to our minds, when we hide our feelings. And there's a lot of things that happen. We're just going to touch on a couple of them. But, and a lot of these pertain to me, and they might pertain to you too. But I, I'm, I'm one to really start taking care of other people and not really worrying about myself. And a lot of us do this. A lot of us say, well, if I can't, if I can't feel good about myself, then you know what? I, I'll, it'll make me feel better if I take care of others. It'll make me feel better if I go out of my way to just make other people feel wanted, make other people feel validated, take care of other people. And let's be honest, while this sounds sounds like a really good thing, it can come at a great cost to your own emotional well-being. Because when you're feeling low, when you're feeling depressed, it may feel easier to deal with other people's problems that aren't your own. So what are we doing? We are extending more emotional labor that you're capable of giving out. All those, all, all that emotion, all that power, all that energy that you could be putting into yourself to cope with your emotions, you're giving it to others. So you're basically trying to pull from a cup that's empty already. And this can make you feel even more worn out, more tired. This can add onto your depression. And I am I, I do this a lot. And this is something that I, I work on all the time. I find myself really worrying about other people's well-being and not taking care of myself. On the flip side of that, which could, which could be just as bad, is just totally not worrying about other people, disappearing out of the lives of the people who matter to you the most. I mean, that. think about those two things really quickly. When we hide our true feelings, when we hide the fact that we're depressed, when we hide the fact that we're stressed, that we're anxious, we either give too much to other people or we totally just disappear. We stop contacting the people that we love. We don't reply to text messages. We don't, we don't look at any of their social media. We, we just stay out of their lives because we feel like our problems aren't theirs to worry about. We feel like because we're not ready to face our own emotional issues, no way can they help us face them. Both of these things can be detrimental to your own mental well-being. 
And these things happen when we hide our true feelings. Now, one thing that I know I said I did the first thing all the time, but one thing I do, I, this is this is me to a T. And if you know me, this is me to a T. I constantly stay busy if I'm ultra depressed, if I'm down in the dumps. If I'm not working, I'm running. If I'm not running, I'm cleaning. If I'm not cleaning, I'm working on a project. If I'm not working on a project, I'm doing something with my kids. If I'm doing something, like, there's always something that I'm doing to keep my mind occupied just so I don't have to face the reality that I'm sad. Yeah, if I just if I just keep doing this, then those bad feelings won't come back. If if I just keep busy, if I if I work this extra hour, extra 2 hours, I won't have to worry about my own problems. If this sounds like you, then you and I are a lot alike because this is me constantly when when I'm when I'm a little sad, when I'm a little depressed, you know, I might lay down, I might take a nap, I might try to get under the covers, but when I'm really down in the dumps, when I feel like the world is crashing on me, I do everything I can to use up every inch of my time, especially my weekends. Especially my I won't sit down and watch TV, I won't watch a ball game. I'll constantly clean the house, I'll constantly run and run errands, I'll constantly do chores. I'll clean things over and over again. I'll vacuum the same room twice. I will stay busy so I can stay out of my head. Now you're probably asking yourself, that seems like so much. How could someone possibly do that? For me, it's easier to stay busy than it is to deal with my own problems. It It just really is. And, you know, on top of that, on top of these things we're talking about, on top of trying to solve other people's problems or being there emotionally for other people, on top of disappearing from people's lives, on top of staying busy all the time, what's the phrase that we say all the time when we're hiding our emotions? I'm fine. Listen. If you say the phrase, I'm fine, and you're not fine, stop saying the phrase, I'm fine. Listen, let's stop acting like no one else in the world goes through things. Let's stop acting like we're the only ones that have issues in our lives and we're afraid to tell other people how we're feeling. Let's stop thinking that other people don't think about money issues, job stress, kids, family, loved ones, death in the family. But let's stop acting like we're the only people in the world that go through things. If you go through things, I'm telling you right now, you're not alone because I do too. I do too. It happens a lot. I mean, a family, two kids, mortgage, job. 
You know, it's... And, and, and you may tell yourself, oh, these are first world problems. Why should I, why should anybody care about this? Listen, like I've said over and over in this show, if you're sad, say you're sad. If you're happy, say you're happy. Don't beat yourself up for feeling away. Let's work through this together. Let's help each other out. I got you. You got me. Let's do it. We can do it. Because you know it's another thing that happens to us. When we hold in emotions such as sadness, anger, or hurt, a lot of repressed feelings start to come to the surface. You know, an internal alarm may go off. And make us feel even more anxious. We may develop new anxieties because we're hiding the ones we have already. And I'm not just making this up. This is from a licensed psychotherapist, Becky Hine. This is from an article on powerofpositivity.com. This isn't me just making stuff up. This is proven by science. This is proven by behavioral therapist, by a psychotherapist. I'm not just saying this stuff to say it. These are things that actually happen. By the way, I'll, I'll share a link to the article on powerpositivity.com. 11 hidden things that happen when you hide your feelings. Really good read. Really eye-opening read. If you're one of those people who constantly say I'm fine, constantly don't want to, you know, express your feelings when you're feeling down, a really good read. A few more things I want to go over about what happens when we hide our true feelings. This is a huge one. We may start feeling false positivity. Well, what does that mean? You feel bad. You start to talk to yourself. I just feel better. Just feel better. You may put yourself in a self-deprecating humor and false positivity and think that all, all things that are going wrong in my life, they're actually okay. They're good. You know, I'm first world problems. Why am I feeling? Come on. You're fine. And then that moment, that moment right there where you put a smile on your face and walk out the door and pretend everything is all right. Oh, butterflies, rainbows, sunshine, starburst, Skittles, everything, everything is cool. Gummy bears and juju beans and lollipops, everything is cool. While inside, guess what's still festering? Guess what's still going on? You still got stuff you got to work on. You still got stuff you got to deal with. While there are opportunities out there where things you can, where there's meditation techniques, mindfulness techniques, you could exercise, you can, there's things that you can do to help you cope with what you have. You could possibly put yourself within a false sense of positivity. 
because what happens when that little high goes away? You're back to square one. A few other things I want to go over. And this is one that I really want to talk to my tough people out there. I want to really want to talk to the, the people who have that tough exterior. People that nothing can bother them. T- people that just, the, listen, whatever you throw at me, I'm fine. You know, a lot of those people who present that tough exterior are really going through something. But this is nothing new. We all know this, right? We all know that friend. We all know that that person. Their grandfather just died. They just got a car repossessed. They just got demoted. They just got in a huge fight with their their wife or their husband. And you meet them out the next night to go out for a drink, meet them next morning to go get a coffee, and they act like everything is okay. They present that tough exterior. They repress or hide their emotions. They show that tough exterior. They stay distant. They just, I'm cool, man. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. Come on, bro. You know me. I'm going to be all right. I'll say it again. And you can repeat it with me. You can say it with me. If you're sad, just be sad. It's okay. You have people in your life that want to listen. I want to listen. You don't have to be tough all the time, and you know who I'm speaking to. If this hits home for you, I'm speaking directly to you. I'm going to tell you right now, to anybody listening to this, that if you're that person that puts on that tough exterior all the time, crying feels really good. I tell you what, a good, sloppy, nasty, heavy breathing, nose bubbling, phlegm producing, eye watering, reddening eyes, that cry... Oh my God, man, that feels so good. Just try it. If you need to cry after this show, cry after this show. Cry right now. What's happening? What's going on in your life? Are you sad? You want to cry? Cry. That does not make you weak. That does not make you a failure. It does not make you less than any other person. Oh my goodness, I have, I tell you what, some of my best friends that I know, we've cried together. I've cried to them. I've cried like a baby in front of grown men. And I swear to God, they embraced me. They told me they're here for me. And it was, (laughs) I tell you, it was one of the best feelings in the world. I don't think anybody like plans on crying. I don't I know we have criers out there, but I tell you what, that unprovoked, unannounced 
everything hits you in the chest at one time, getting it out there. It just, it is, that is just trapped emotion trying to get out. This whole time, you're trying to be tough. You're trying to show the world how bad and tough and strong you are. Man, cry, cry like a baby, cry like a child, cry like an adult, try like, cry like a father that stepped on a Lego piece in the middle of the night going downstairs for a drink of water. And cry until you can't cry anymore. And then just sit there and notice how good you feel. So like I said, I'm going to share this article on the show notes. You can always get a hold of me through the podcast, through the Facebook page, through the IG page. All you got to look for is Relatively Normal Podcast. If we learned anything this episode, I want, I want you to know this. I wouldn't be saying all these things, one, if they weren't true, and two, if it wasn't me doing these things too. I've tried to put up that tough interior. I've worked on the emotions of others before myself. I've become distant from other people. You know, I used to... I don't know how many people know this. I used to get anxiety so bad from work that I would get these terrible stomach aches. They actually sent me to the ER once. Like the doctor, after all the tests, after everything was done, the doctor was like, I can't find anything. I can't see anything. Was back in there the next night. And then she asked me, are you stressed? And it hit me. I was making myself sick because I was keeping so much stress in, so much anxiety in. And I want to I want to help everyone. I want you guys to listen to my story. And I want you to know that before you get to a point where you're making yourself physically ill from holding in your emotions, from hiding your emotions, talk to somebody. Tell them how you feel. Have a good cry, yell into a pillow. Do some meditation some mindfulness techniques. And I'll keep saying it. If you're sad, just be sad. If you're stressed, just be stressed. If you're anxious, just be anxious. And if you are a friend, if you're a loved one, if you're a colleague, and one of your friends is sad, is stressed, is anxious, don't tell them just to be tough. Don't tell them just to ch- change your emotion. Come on, you can you can do this. this is what what you're feeling now? I don't even know why. I don't, well, I don't even know why you let that person get your nerves. I don't even know why you let this job do that to you. Come on, man. Let's just go out and forget about it. Don't be that person. Listen to your friend. Invite them over for coffee. Sit down together listen to them validate their feelings 
make them feel like they're the only person in the room and you're there to listen to them. Because we need to do this together. It's okay to be sad. Sadness is cool. It's okay. Don't hide your feelings. Be authentic. Be true to yourself. You take care of yourselves. And I'll talk to you next time. Relatively Normal is written, produced, and edited by me, Mark Paisant. And as always, if you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.